Darth Malgus was easily one of the most powerful Sith in galactic history. But when you chart a line from the first Sith invasion of Republic space in 5000 BBY to the rise of Emperor Palpatine nearly 5 millennia later, it's hard to really figure out where Malgus belongs. Today I thought we'd take a look at some of the main milestones of Sith history in the galaxy prior to Darth Malgus and put him and the era of his deeds in context. So. Malgus was born in 3700 BBY, but his most famous engagement, the sacking of Coruscant, took place in 3653 BBY. Now BBY, for those new to Star Wars, just means Battle Before Yavin, which means Battle Before Episode 4, essentially, if you think of it like that. Now this might just be a couple of random dates here, but they're pretty significant for a few reasons. As Malgus famously stated when he first launched a surprise attack on the Republic, he and the other Sith had been waiting for 300 years to get their revenge. And the obvious question is, revenge for what, exactly? Well, this is where the history of the Sith really adds some much needed context to Malgus' story. Before we talk about the exact events that transpired 300 years prior, and why Malgus wanted to get revenge, it's probably best that we start at the beginning, the very first time the Sith and the Republic fought. For that, we need to go back a bit farther, and that's 4000 BBY, a full 1000 years before. And it'll make sense when we look at the year 5000 BBY in the Republic record books, when we can clearly find in bold print the history of the Great Hyperspace War. This was the first time the Sith Empire launched an offensive against Republic space. It was led by a powerful Sith alchemist named Naga Sado. The Sith of this ancient war were incredibly versed in dark side techniques. Sado was able to use his archaic magic to create powerful Sith spawn and even use starships to drain stars of their energy. But the technique he used the most was his mastery of illusions. Several centuries later, a group of powerful dark side occultists known as the Krath would use the very same approach when they defeated future Jedi Grandmaster Nomi Sunrider. But in 5000 BBY, when Sado conjured illusions, he doubled or tripled the number of starships in his fleet, making it seem that he had overwhelming numbers on his side. Eventually, the Jedi and the Republic forces which they commanded realized that Sado was simply deceiving them. This allowed the Republic to rally its forces and eventually defeat Sado. But this marked the very first loss that the Sith earned at the hands of the Jedi. And this is of course if we ignore the first schism, because those early Dark Jedi weren't really technically Sith. Now this also marked the birth of an ancient grudge that the Sith would bear with them wherever they went. A grudge that no doubt weighed on the mind of Darth Malgus. So if the earliest conflict between the Republic and the Sith was in 5000 BBY during the Great Hyperspace War, that means there is still 1300 years of ancient history to parse through before we arrive at Malgus's era. Unfortunately for Malgus, the Sith simply didn't have much power in Republic space during that time. Even the ancient star system surrounding Corbun didn't produce much during this time. After all, immediately after Sadow lost his major holdings in the Inner Rim, he ran back to Corbun, but the Republic followed. They subsequently defeated Nagasadow and also raised Corbun and the other planets in the area. When we look at the stories that the old Republic games created, we know that the surviving Sith retreated into the unknown stretches of the Outer Rim and the regions beyond and created a brand new Sith Empire, which Malgus would eventually serve. But in the original history of the era, much of the time between 5000 and 4000 BBY was relatively peaceful. 
The only notable Sith to come to power was a dark Jedi known as Freedon Nad, who abandoned the temple on Coruscant in order to learn the dark secrets of alchemy from Sadow on Yavin 4. It's unlikely that Malgus thought much of Freedon Nad or the world of Onderon that he ruled over, but by the year 4000, two new Sith Lords rose to power and once again brought war to Coruscant, Exar Kun and Ulik Kel Droma. These two former Jedi Knights were among the most promising in the Order, but fell to the dark side when they sought more power and more knowledge. They were actually anointed as the rightful Lords of the Sith by the spirit of Marco Ragnos, the Sith King who preceded Nagasato centuries earlier and a Sith Lord who Darth Malgus' superior, Tenebrae, recognized as his superior. Although they began their Sith War with a promising start, commanding the Mandalorian Crusader army in addition to their Sith forces, Exar Kun and Keldroma eventually were defeated, in much the same way that Sadow had been a millennium prior. But the Sith didn't end here, of course. The ones in hiding in the Sith Empire in the Outer Rim managed to once again ensnare Jedi and turn them to the dark side. This resulted in the Jedi Civil War and those two former Jedi, now Darth Malak and Darth Revan, served as pawns for the Sith Emperor. But just as every other Sith in galactic history, Malak and Revan lost too. And so the galaxy once again thought it had found peace. But the Sith Empire was rebuilding, and eventually leaders like Darth Malgus would rise, ultimately invading Republic space once again, seeking revenge for all of the shame the past few millennia had wrought to them. And by 3700 BBY there was plenty to want revenge for. Now, when we look at the Old Republic stories as told through the games and compare it to the early 90s comics that covered the same era, there's a lot that seems to contradict each other. Throughout the comics, which were the first to be published, they implied that the two greatest events in Jedi Sith history were the Great Hyperspace War, and that's the one with Naga Sadow in 5000 BBY, and the Sith War of 4000 BBY, which featured Exar Kun and Ulik Kel Droma. These two conflicts, along with the rise of the Galactic Empire two decades prior to the destruction of the first Death Star, were supposed to be the defining moments of Republic history. But then the Old Republic games came out and they replaced their major conflicts right after Exar Kun's war, and to be honest, it's hard to reconcile the two. I mean, technically there's nothing in the comics or the games that contradicts the other, but again, the implication of the comics was that there wasn't anything bigger than Sadow or Kun. And the addition of the Sith Empire from the Unknown Regions along with Darth Malgus kind of undermines that. So in the next video, we're going to dive deeper into Malgus and the Old Republic. So get ready for some real Old Republic content coming. And I'll be mixing it in with Kenobi and um, lore and you know stuff from the books and fan fictions and all that stuff. So And of course, comics. So hope you guys are ready for all that. Leave a like on this video if you enjoyed it. And I'll catch you all in the next one. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends and Mandalorians, remember, the Force will be with you always.